Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. So, on the Saturday Sports Show, I'm delighted to be talking to a rugby league and rugby union legend, an inductee of the Rugby League Hall of Fame. He's also a well-known TV personality and a man simply known as Chariots, Mr. Martin O'Fire, MBE. Good afternoon, Martin. How are you? I'm fine, Gary. How are you, mate? Very well. Very well. I mean, thank you so much for coming to talk to us today. In your playing days, I mean, you were an absolute powerhouse on the rugby pitch, not just in the UK, but across the world. But today we're talking about a different type of power, or should I say, saving power. Tell us a little bit more about your latest campaign. Well, I'm involved in um, the uh, Net Zero uh, campaign, uh, Net Zero Week. Uh, if you, anyone wants to find out any information about Net Zero Week and ways you can get involved, just go to netzeroweek.com. There's lots of ways of uh, giving you information, uh, uh, informing you what you can do as an individual uh, to uh, contribute towards um, reducing greenhouse gases, um, a lot of people ask me, what is net zero? Net zero is the world's answer to climate change. And in 2019, uh, us, the UK, became the first world economy to pass laws uh, that will contribute to, uh, to you know, uh, abating climate change. Uh, you know, all the temperature rising every uh, few years. Uh, and uh, people have seen about the, the sea levels rising, polar ice caps, um, you know, air pollution, um, uh, I think everyone's on board now that, you know, the climate emergency is upon us and the government now have set out their green industrial revolution, their 10 point plan to uh, march towards um, net zero, which is hopefully by 2050 will have reduced the amount of greenhouse gases in the um, in the atmosphere to a level where we'll have the technologies to take that uh, re- those remaining greenhouse gases out of the atmosphere. So that's basically what um, uh, Net Zero is. And this week that we're having is just a week to promote um, what, what we are doing as a nation. You know, this is not just the government, this is commercial organizations, this is us as individuals. Um, me, myself, I've been involved in sustainability uh, sector since about 2016. Uh, I'm passionate about rugby and I'm now passionate about um, sustainability. I want to leave a planet so that my two young boys grow up and hopefully they'll become sportsmen as well. Uh, you know, and their children will live in uh, an environment which is sustainable, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's what it's all about, really. Sustainability should be the number one factor when doing anything with it. That's building houses, that's transport. I believe that's your relationships. That is your, you know, your exercise plans, your nutrition, everything that we should do as individuals should be sustainable yeah and do you know i think also martin during during the pandemic we've learned a lot haven't we and the fact that you know i network in business with a with a lot of different people my my mileage in the car has gone down you know tenfold and i think you know zoom zoom or video calls they've got to be a way of the future haven't they 100 percent. you know it's almost like covid has come at a time just after a lot of local authorities declared climate emergencies, but not much was done. Um, The government set uh, the ICE car ban, you know, the ban for internal combustion engines at 2040. Uh, uh, The world was procrastinating because it was so far in the future. So they had to move it forward to 2030. And now, you know, with net zero week, we are starting to 
put these conversations in the national psyche and people are thinking, what can I do as an individual? You know, can I walk more? Can I use more sustainable uh, forms of transport? Um, you know, there's lots of things that we can do as individuals. You know, you know, we can plant more trees. Um, there, there is so much that we can do as individuals. And if you go to netzeroweek.com, you can find that. But I think even before we think about the things that we can do, we have to think about the mindset that we have. Do we want to do this? Are we going to procrastinate? Are we going to look for reasons not to do it? Are we going to be part of the problem or part of the solution? Because I tell you what, both things are out there. There are solutions out there. There are problems out there. What are you going to focus on? Yes. You know? and, that's, and that's what we have to do first. And that's why I'm on board, because I'm a mindset person. Back in the day, I didn't know how I was going to be, um, uh, you know, the best rugby player that I could be. But I just knew I had the desire to do that. And yeah. then you just look for solutions. You get creative. I always say, if you're in a burning building, you want to get out, you know, you use what you know, don't you? You think <laughs> the windows are over there. There's that over there. Or your instincts, you get out. You do that or you die. You know, it's that simple. But if we start early enough to get out of the and we've got enough about our chances are we'll get out. And there's a lot of people saying that, oh, yeah, maybe net zero. Should we, it should be in, in 2070. Should it be this? Don't worry about that. Do something today. Don't work, wait for the perfect solution because you know, uh, it's not out there. Just any solution. Do something. And that's what we should do. You know, even if it is simple as changing your, um, you know, your energy fuel um, supplier or yeah. just changing to a different tariff, a more greener tariff, putting sustainability as your number one um, priority, not instant gratification, uh, you know, not costs, not savings. It's sustainable, sustainability. And I think that's what the government is, is leading the way on. You know, they've got carrot and stick measures. Uh, you know, they're going to encourage people to do things. They're going to penalise people for doing certain other things. But at the end of the day, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink unless you've changed the horse, horse's mindset. And that's what I'm here to do is to try and inspire people. I'm not an expert. You know, I've, I've learned things. I've been involved in uh, the sustainability uh, arena since 2016, only because a guy called Andy Gomesall was part of England's 2003 World Cup winning squad, gave me a lift in the EV, and he put his foot down. Right? And I, anyone who's been in the EV knows that instant talk feeling. And just that yeah. sensation sparked something in me. And I thought, wow, I need to find out about this. You know, I went online. I started finding out things. I, I bought an EV. I became involved with Connected Curb, who are an EV charging infrastructure company who have um, um, uh, an idea that they want to EV to be for everybody. And I thought, that's what I want to do. I want to, you know, I've, I'm fortunate enough. I've got a driveway so I can put a charger on my driveway. But a lot of people haven't got that, you know. So well, I want to put EV infrastructure out there so people could have that same ease and convenience because some people aren't prepared to go through the hardships that I, that I went through trying to go long distances in an EV that only does 100 miles and there's no charging infrastructure. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, I mean, we, we, we're seeing those technological advancements all the time, though, Martin, aren't we? I mean, you, you know, some of them now will do 350 miles on a single charge. That's got to be the way to go, hasn't it? Absolutely. But, uh, you know, you say that, but then, you know, the average daily journey is only 40 miles. So that's what, yeah. and, and cars are stationary for 90% of their lifetime. So that's why I'm, I'm with a company whose mantra is to get the charging infrastructure in place discreetly where cars are stood 
for 90% of the time. It just makes yeah. sense. It's just changing your mindset, thinking, and suddenly, you know, when you have that moment in life, you go, oh, you know, that's when you've changed your mindset. Yeah. And that's what we need to do. Get the nation as a whole to all have that mindset and suddenly go, oh, yes, you know, yeah. I can do this. I can't, oh, oh, what if I just do that? If I just walk more, if I just change my energy tariff, if I just, you know, don't use my car as much. Oh, if I make a pledge to make my next EV, I'm sorry, my next vehicle an EV. You know, there's so many things that, that people don't even know about. And that's why netzero.com is a great place to go because that could be your trigger. You know, like I uh, had a, that journey in an EV back in 2016. You just need a trigger, something to spark your mindset, to inspire you, and I hope people listening will, will, will make that first step and just get curious, just get curious and go, mm, okay, I'll have a look at that. And then you don't know where that can lead to because you can't have a fixed mindset. If you have a fixed mindset, then you'll just be thinking, oh, it's a problem. Oh, this is what's happening now. Oh, that's a problem. He's doing that. This country's doing this. No, just spark your curiosity. And you don't know what where that can take you. And if we can spark the nation's curiosity with regard to net zero, yeah. then we don't know where we will be by 2050. We might even get there uh, to net zero by 2040. Yeah. And as you say, you know, it's something that the UK government is actually leading the world in. Um, like Net Zero Week, this is the first one. It's the inaugural one, isn't it, uh, for uh, coming up, starting tomorrow. And as you say, uh, you know, you, you can see the passion. You can hear the passion there, actually, yeah, Martin, in the fact that, as you say, it's a mindset change. And there's a, there was a comment made a long time ago that somebody uh, said, look, we don't own this earth. We are, we're only just looking after it for our children and our children's children. And I think that's, you know, together, that's so powerful, isn't it? I, I love I love that analogy because I use that analogy because it's that sustainability analogy. Yeah. And I, I, I remember, ten, I think it was 10 years ago, uh, I, I did a speech for, for, for the Wigan team before they went to play in the grand final. And it's exactly the same thing I said to them. Those jerseys you're wearing, you're, you're only renting them, you know? You, <laughs> <laughs> and you've got to do your bit in those jerseys to be remembered when you're out of that, those journeys. And that's what we want to do in life. And that's what life's about. It's about legacy. It's about doing something when you're on this earth, leaving it in a better place for future generations. Because if you do that, you will not only be healthier, but you'll feel better about yourself. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Now, the other figures that I saw, actually, yeah, Martin, as well was that it does suggest that eight out of 10 people in the UK are, are committed to reducing their greenhouse gases in the next, let's say, five years. Is that realistic or do you think that's people playing a little bit of lip service? I See, I, it doesn't really matter whether it's realistic or not. It's about does it serve you and does it inspire you? Yeah. Because I, I say to a child, okay, if when I was 11, someone said to me, oh, am I going to be the, the greatest try score of all time? And am I going to have a statue outside Wembley? I would have been... It would been silly to, to say that's definitely going to happen. I didn't know that was going to happen. But you've got yeah. to shoot for it. And what I've achieved. So you have to have that. You have to shoot for something and shoot for something which is beyond, you know, reach. That's why you have faith. Because yes. <laughs> if you didn't have faith, then you wouldn't even get that far. You know what I mean? Even if, if we get to talking about analogies and talking about net zero, if we get to the final of net zero and lose after extra time on penalties, we've done well. 
we have done very oh, well. Absolutely. <laughs> so, absolutely. you know what I mean? We can't get that far and say, you know, <laughs> I wanted to be the greatest try, try scorer of all time. I'm only the third greatest try scorer of all time. But, you know, I can sit well with that, you know? So, you know, you if can. we don't get, to, if we don't get to net zero by 2050, what if we get there by 2055? We've done pretty well. Oh, you've, got to set the, you've got to set the bar pretty high. And that's what you, we don't understand sometimes in life. And then people without the growth mindset just say, oh, we can't do this. You know, solutions and problems are out there, as I say. Whichever one you're going to look for, you're going to find. Yeah. And so have, have, have truths that serve you. It doesn't matter whether they are actually true or not. It's, a, it's more important, do they serve you? Yeah. I mean, do you know, I mean, that's a great point because we mentioned before and I've seen some some suggestions that we should move it out to 2070. No, no, because if you do that, you'll get close to 2070 and you'll move it out again, won't you? Yeah. What about if I just set my goal is that, oh, I just want to, you know, as some people say, I want to become a professional footballer. I want to become a professional rugby player. If I set my goal as purely wanting to become a professional rugby player, how many rugby players have played rugby since 1895? I tell you what, hundreds of thousands, <laughs> and only two of them have scored more tries than me. I know what that's not that bad, and what that's why that you've got. You? I was going to say exactly. that's what that's what's got why you've got that statue outside. Don't set the bar. Don't set the bar to what you think you can achieve today. Set the bar to what you think you may achieve in twenty years' time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So that's the mindset we all have to have. Some, too many people have a fixed mindset and only think about what can we achieve today. And if you only use that fixed mindset, then, then you're going to have more problems than solutions. If you have a growth mindset, you know, there's carbon um, uh, capture techniques that we have today. What the carbon capture techniques that we're going to have by 2040 or 2055 or 2049 are going to be so different. Think about what the world is like today compared to, to what it was when I was a lad. I was born in 1965. I was still alive when England, you know, won the, uh, <laughs> the, their first and only football World Cup. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. that world then, you know, there was no computers, there was no phones, there was no this, there was no that. Think of what the world is now. So yeah. you have to think about what is the world going to be like in the future we don't even know we haven't kind of even grasped it so we've got to shoot for the moon literally yeah oh don't, i love it i love that analogy you know shoot for the moon or shoot for the stars and it, worse you'll hit the top of the trees go for the top of the trees you don't even get off the ground so exactly. yeah absolutely now so just just remind us as well actually yeah, Mark, i mean it's going to take all of us to make a real difference so if there's there's individuals, there's families uh, listening as a group or even groups of people, just remind us of some of those things they can do straight away to start making that difference. The first one is, you know, change your energy tariff onto a yeah. greener tariff. Just put sustainability in, uh, you know, as your first goal. Think about I'm going to think sustainably, sustainably for myself. You know, you know, what am I doing? What am I doing individually? What am I doing? You know. What, what am I driving? How do I get to work every day? Simple. How do I get yeah. to work every day? Um, am I driving? What am I driving? Uh, uh, could I walk more? Could I use some of these uh, ride hailing apps? Could I um, use some of these scooters around? I've just seen a scooter <laughs> drive past my, my, my window. We've seen the, the world. The answers are out there. And if you haven't got the inspiration, go to netzeroweek.com. Success leaves clues. Ask people. Con contact me. And, you know, <laughs> put chariots of fire into any uh, search <laughs> engine. You'll contact with me and I'll help you. You know, uh, 
the, the government have, have announced their, their, their you know, 10-point plan for the, the green industrial re revolution. Um, you know, just making decisions about, you know, how many times we travel. Uh, you know, if I'm going to go from here to Scotland, you know, am I going to use public transport? Am I going to drive, uh, yeah. you know, a gas guzzler? You know, just there's lots of simple things. There's so many things that you could do that I don't want you to be tied to, to those things. I want you to be tied to the mindset. Change your mindset. Write it down on the piece of paper and put it on your wall. I am going to try and be as sustainable as I can in everything that I do. That alone, and, and put it on somewhere you can see it every day and your subconscious is going to think of ways that maybe the world hasn't even come across now and you might be part of the solution rather than part of the problem. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, it's it's net, just in a couple of uh, quick questions to close. It's net zero week. It's the first week. Are we going to see things on, maybe on TV or radio about net zero or? Because this, this zero, is the start, net zero, of it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, the, I think the start has been a few years ago before we even went into COVID uh, when local authorities were announcing climate uh, emergencies. But as we know, as individuals, we can procrastinate because sometimes yeah. the problem seems so much that we look for a perfect solution and we end up doing nothing. That's what's probably happened for a couple of years. But now this net zero week is really, um, you know, for want of a better word, you know, punching people in the face, sparking them up, you know, getting them to say, OK, you know, it, this is what we're doing. This is what yeah. the government is doing. Let's do something. Um, let's really think of what we can do as individuals. It's going to be everywhere. You know, you're going to have to be living under a rock not to see this. I'm going to be everywhere on every radio station, hopefully <laughs> on every TV channel. You'll see me, uh, and, you know, and, and it's like, get on board. We're doing this. We are doing this. Yeah. So get on board. Don't wait. Do something. And, uh, you know, if you do, you're going to feel better about yourself because sometimes we even know what the right thing is to do and we still don't do it. You know, yeah. but now you can make it as simple as possible. You know, just yeah. walk a few more steps, um, do something, you know, change your car, just write things down. I can't get into an EV now. I don't have the infrastructure, but as soon as I can, I will. Yeah. Um, I'm going to write letters to my local authority and ask, just ask questions, have conversations. Um, that's it. Ask your, have a conversation yourself. What can I do? Think about it for five minutes and you'll come up with your own solutions because everyone's different. I can say this, I can say that and I can, but what, you know, not everything is going to be right for everyone. Everyone's going to have to come up with their own solutions. And when you come up with your own solutions, you're more likely to stick with it rather than me telling you what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I can, I can find, I can hear um, a new use. Remember Norman Tebbett's get on your bike. Yeah. Okay. We've got a new use for it now, haven't we? Isn't it? Leave get the on car your bike. Home, get on your bike. Get on your bike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the answer I told you, the answers and the solutions are out there. They're all around us. You've just got to find them. You've just found one. Uh, right. Slogans, uh, things that have happened in the past. You know, when you're getting out of that burning building, you get creative, don't you? That's what we're doing. Getting creative, getting curious, finding things. If you haven't got that curiosity, um, then you're not going to look for things. But you can get that curiosity and you'll, it will help yourself, as I say moving more and being more sustainable is going to help you. You're going to feel better about yourself and you're Absolutely. going to feel better about the legacy that you've left for your children. Oh, Martin. Well, it looks as though we've, uh, <laughs> we've run out of time there. It's been not only a pleasure, an absolute privilege. Your enthusiasm is brilliant. I tell you what, I'm going to write that list today and I'm going to send it to you as to what I'm going to do. Martin, absolute pleasure. Love talking to you. And you'll keep, you'll keep coming back and telling us about what's happening, won't you? 
net zero is not going away and I'm not going away. Great man. Top man. Another statue I can see in a few years' time as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think Thanks one's up. enough. One's enough. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.